It's fun for It was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished them well. You could see that Pierre did truly love the mademoiselle. And now the young monsieur and madame have rung the chapel bell. C'est la vie, c'est the old folks. It goes to show you never can. Well, I'm a mushroom. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. It's fun for the yes. What is yes. yes. What is yes. yes. What is yes. yes. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show is filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Man, nothing like starting your morning with some Pulp Fiction, Samuel L. Jackson in the morning on a Friday. Look at that, the first Friday of 2022. This week just flew by. Come on, let's fly by to November where we can get these idiots out of office. Good morning, Ask Family. Welcome to another fa- fantastic show here, uh, the uh, fantastic edition of the Arnie State Show. 
the movie was on the other night. I knew I was doing soundtracks this week, and I had to play all those songs because all those are pivotal songs in the movie Pulp Fiction. I hope that you are doing well on this fun Friday, on this fun celebrity-ass deathmatch Friday, the Mount Rushmore of extreme quitters. Thanks to Antonio Bryant walking off the field last Sunday. We have a list of quitters, and we will see who the biggest quitters are once we start that segment. Let's say some good mornings here. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I'd be busting nuts like a squirrel. Well, good morning, Braddy Kid. How are you? I hope that you have a wonderful and spectacular day. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. I don't mean that. No, not at all. Damn, damn, damn. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. There you go. Good morning to Braddy Kid. Straight Fire says, woo. First weekend of 2022 is upon us. Let's do this ass. Bradster says, morning, biggin. Happy Friday, asshats. What's up, Bradster? How you doing, bud? Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Go Raiders. Big game this weekend. Win and you're in. Andrew. Andrew says, holy shit. It's Friday. Holy shit. It's Friday. Holy shit. It's Friday. Uh, hang down, Jen. Uh, happy first Friday of 2022. Let's show them how it's done. Special Kale says, morning, fuckers. Braddy Kitts says, question, is she going to become a woman soon because she's going to start her period? No, because she's going to be sexually harassed. That's what that means. Uh, Mike D says, good morning, uh, folks. Happy Friday. Have an awesome day and weekend. You too, Mike D. Triple T is in the house saying, good morning, family of ass. Alicia, good morning and happy Friday, bitches. Yes, excited for this. Yeah, we got we got a good show today. I mean, I and I have a daily observation. Antonio is a role model for all kids to aspire to be just like. Egotistical, self-centered, and lacks integrity. Amen to that. Now, first of all, thank you going out to Christopher. Man, our movie guy, Christopher, he nailed it this week. I didn't. I wasn't even aware anything was coming out this week. See, this is why CRISPR is in the house. He went out and reviewed this movie called The 355. I don't know what it's about. All I know is that he did not like it. And if you would have seen the title of the email he sent me, holy shit, he hated this movie. I, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to read the title. The title of the email is, I want to meet the fucking jackass at Universal who thought you know... Who should star in our super chick or our chick super spy picture? Jessica Chastain. That's your star? Question mark, exclamation mark. Oh, and who do they get to be the hot one? Penelope Cruz, in all caps. She's 48 fucking years old. <laughs> That's the best title I've ever seen on an email. Christopher, great job with the review saying to wait until it comes to cable. I wasn't even going to wait then. This is a movie I will probably never see. So thank you so much for seeing it. Uh, it rise. Good morning to you. Fred says morning. Good morning to you, Fred. Uh, now, look, look, look. I'm going to start the show off with my daily observation. And I found this this morning. And you know how important sports, I think, is for kids and especially to learn how to, to, to work as a team, 
to learn life skills. That, that's what sports is all about. And it's super important to me. Well, this story came across my news feed this morning, and I read it, and I, I am so lost at this. And this is why. This is what the problem with America is. The people that are teaching our youth now are a bunch of fucking... You know what? You know who says it best? Let, let me say, uh, this This says it best. Bunch of slap-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. A Connecticut, like high, a Connecticut high school is apologizing. And their coach has been suspended after their basketball team beat the visiting team 92-4. to four. That's right. Good morning, Sassy Pammy. How are you? They won 92 to 4. School administrators at Sacred Heart, a Roman Catholic vagina school located in the middle of the placenta, Hamden, Connecticut, has issued an apology to the visiting Lyman Hall losers who were left scoreless through three-quarters of the girls' basketball game on Monday. Sacred Heart Academy values the lessons taught and cultivated through athletic participation, including ethical and responsible behavior, leadership and strength of character, and respect for one's opponents. Last night's girls' game against Lyman does not align with our values. What? She continued, Sacred Heart Administration and Athletics are deeply remorseful for the manner, though, the outcome of the game was achieved. We are in communication with Lyman Hall and are addressing concerns internally to ensure that our athletic programs continue to encourage personal, physical, and intellectual growth. The score at halftime was 56 to nothing. You can't, you can't even put up a fucking free throw by halftime, the lopsided score. Let me let me continue reading this as if they wrote it. The lopsided score sparked debate online, as some argued it was unsportsmanlike, and others complimented the winning team's ability to control the game. The Sharks, rawr, racha who were 3-0, previously defeated Samford 83-48 and Shelton 80-37. In a surprise to absolutely positively no one, the losing team, Lyman, has not won a game yet this season. They are 0-5 and have scored at least 31 points in the previous games. These two teams will play again on January 28th. Mm-hmm. Now, my daily observation. What a bunch of weak fucking pussies. We are raising our kids to be uh, remorseful over winning? Why would you be remorseful over winning? Unless this other school was in wheelchairs and crutches. There's no reason to be remorseful. I'd like to see the box score. I'd like to see what the second and third stringers did. Because I would imagine a coach put them in, and then what are they supposed to do? 
What are the second and third stringers supposed to do? Miss on purpose? I'm I'm so sorry that the Lyman Hall. You know what? You know what? Uh, let let's see. Hold on here a second. Let's see. Lyman Hall. Oh, there we go. High school. Oh, do they have a phone? Oh, they do have a phone number. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't mean to do that. Sorry, everybody. If that hurt your ears, real quick. Let let, let let's give them a call. We got star six seven. This one, two o three. Two nine four Thank you for calling Lyman Hall High School. Please listen closely as our menu items have changed. Okay. For the attendance and dismissal line, please press one. No. For the main office, please press two. Two. For the nurse, please press three. For the school counseling and guidance office, please press four. For the athletic department, please press five. For the agricultural There we go. Transferring you to extension number 5377. Okay. Here we go. We might have to call them back because they might not be. It's early in the day probably there. Hi, you've reached Steve Baker, Lyman Hall Athletic Director. I'm sorry I've missed your call. But okay, wait, wait, hold on a second. Let's, let's call them back real quick. Let's talk to somebody in the office. Thank you for calling Lyman Hall Why High no School. Why Please listen closely as our menu items have changed. For the attendance and dismissal line, please press 1. For the main office, please press 2. For the nurse, please main press office. 3. For general information, press 1. No. For administration, press 2. Mm. For Robin Shura, press 3. For Susan Rowdy, press 4. For Jean Kern, press two. 5. 2. <clears throat> for the principal, press 1. For the assistant principals, press, press two. 2. Oh, well, we'll see if we'll, we can Transfer talk to the head on to show. extension number 5388. message, and I'm going to have to steal Ogre's You have joker. reached the Lyman Hall attendance line. If you are calling to no. report your child's absence, please leave their first and no. last name no, no, and no. the reason why they are out. Mm-mm. If they are experiencing COVID symptoms, please no, call the school nurse. No, no COVID nurse. symptoms. If you are calling to have your child dismissed, please leave their name no, and I don't the time that. that they need Mm-mm. to leave. I want to talk they to They will somebody. be given a dismissal pass by the God office, damn it. and your student will be allowed to leave when they need to. Thank you, and have a nice day. Please hold, and I'll get someone to assist you. Good. I'm yeah. sorry. Extension number 2331 three, didn't answer. You've reached the voicemail of extension okay. number 2331. Three, three, Please leave a message. Hi, I was just wondering if you had any statements regarding your uh, basketball game. I see that you scored a whopping four points. Have you ever thought about teaching the girls how to play with themselves? I mean, not that way. Don't think that way, you you pervert. Don't be nasty. I mean, come on. I, why are you even putting a team on the court if you can only score four points? And then the other team gets in trouble? Are you kidding me? Jesus. 
Now, now what we have to do, we have to make a phone call to the Sacred Heart Roman Catholic High School. Okay, hold on a second here. Let's find this one. Uh, Sacred Heart. Oh, there we go. Boom. Hamden. Bam. Uh, oh, wow. It costs $16,000 a year to go to that school? Shit, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if it costs that much to go to school, I want my damn girls to fucking whoop some ass. Here we go. Now we got it. <laughs> Come on. Oh, y'all are in school. Are, are they closed for COVID? This is a college prep school in Hamden, Connecticut. So they're prepping them for the real world, kind of. But they're going to suspend the coach due to the fact that he won too big. You have reached Sacred Heart Academy. All offices will be closed Friday, January 7th due That's to the today. snowstorm. Oh, okay. Please leave a message at the I beep, will. and we will get back to you as soon as possible. Ready? Thank you for I'm calling. I'm going to let it out here. How dare you? How dare you suspend your coach for winning a game? What are you trying to teach your students at this school? It costs $17,000 a year to go there. I'd want my school to win by 100 points. You are setting these children up for failure. Congratulations. Jesus Christ. Yes, that last Jesus Christ was put in there just specifically because it is a religious school. I am so tired of seeing these stories, these teams that win by huge margins, and and then they get in trouble for it. What are we teaching our children? Win, but only by a little? Nobody else is teaching their kids that. If you're going to win, just win. Now, look, look, the story didn't mention if the girls were talking shit you know, doing the fucking suck it sign to the other team. If there's bad sportsmanship involved, then then we can sit down and talk. I don't know a lot of girls' teams that talk shit, though. Talking shit is mainly a man thing on the sports field. This is ridiculous. This coach should get a college job, for fuck's sake. He won nine, He put 92 points up in a girls' game? Man, that Lyman school sucks. Good gravy Davy. Is <laughs> that girl's team coach by hot mama's son, Caden? <laughs> oh, man. The school nurses a gynecologist because the school is full of pussies. Amen. Douglas says, I'm so appalled with our society glorifying quitting. Shaming winners and a trophy just for participation. Yeah. I mean, uh, this, why can't Arnie and Tommy uh, be at the game like that doing live commentary? Oh, man. Holy shit, man. They scored again. (laughs) 92 to four. Four means you got two baskets. You are fucking terrible. Yeah, we're going to suspend the coach because these girls are too good. When has ever anybody ever been too good at anything? Oh, you can't do that. You're too good. Shut up. 
My God. Oh, so there, there you go. There's my daily observation of how the world is fucking done. Ha, huh, I promise you, it's not just a man thing to talk shit on the field. Well, I've only, I, I, okay, Let, let's be, I don't go to a lot of girls' sporting events. I just don't. So I, I, I can't tell. I've only, you know, watched shit on the Olympics. I don't feel, see a lot of figure skaters and gymnasts going over there and talking shit. So that's my bad. That's on me. If they talk shit, then they talk shit. That's fine. I know UFC they do. I don't, I, I don't consider UFC like a girl's sport. I consider that a woman's sport. That's an adult sport. We are teaching our children to be weak. Like, what's so wrong with feeling bad about losing? You can't truly appreciate the accomplishment of winning without knowing the disappointment of losing. Yep. My kid is a poor sport. He's always crying when I beat him in video games. So do you know what I do? I gloat and pick on him more. Yeah, I'm a great father. No, you are. We're t- Today's world, this is what I see in today's world, minus you, Douglas, and, and a lot of other things. Um, you're letting your kids win now. I was raised never to win. My dad would would beat me in every game he could. My dad would fucking, in, in father pitch baseball, my, my first year of playing organized baseball, my father struck me out and talked about it. He didn't talk shit because they didn't talk shit way back then. But he laughed. He struck me out. And guess what? It pissed me off. I cried and I cried. Every time I cried about it, he'd bring it up just like that, Douglas. And guess what? My dad was, uh, my batting average then against my dad ended up at like 600 that season. Why? Because it pissed me the fuck off. Made me a better player. Struck his own kid out. Arnie, the only girls' sport you see is cream corn wrestling. Damn right. When I was a kid into my late teens playing soccer during tournaments, there wouldn't be shit talk. Uh, there wouldn't just be shit talking sometimes. We get physical. I've seen some of them girls' soccer games where they pull girls' hair down. Yeah, now if they were to make all soccer, if they were to make that legal in soccer, I would watch a whole lot more soccer. Get a bunch of hot girls out there fucking punching each other and then pulling them down by the hair. I'm telling you, they're going to break ratings records if they start showing that shit. Jared throws it on him. He never gave me any chin music. I never went deep off my dad, though. That was his claim to fame was I never hit a home run off him. And later I was like, well, you never gave me anything good enough to fucking hit out of the park. I'd have to learn how to hit the opposite field, dickhead. Throwing everything outside. Like I'm not going to know how to hit a ball outside. I am so sick of the world that we live in now. We're, 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 we're shaming winners. I hate the word shaming, too, but it, it's a very apropos here. How dare you win a game? What were they supposed to do? I, I, I'd like to know, what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to miss their shots on purpose so they're going to throw off their own shot? Supposed to not try anymore? Just hand the ball over to the shit school? Or maybe they could start shooting for the shit school. I, I just, uh, I, I don't even know where to start anymore. 
I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And then you got dipshits who are leading our country. Now we're going to start the show. Kamala the Indian Giant. What a fucking moron this bitch is turning out to be. She's turning out to be dumber. Dumber than Joe. Um, we're looking at over 220 million Americans who just in the last several months died. No, that's not true. This is what she had to say yesterday when they were talking about the insurrection that happened a year ago. And what she equated it to, wow, unbelievable. Hey, you know what? Not, though. Good morning. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy Ready? not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. Dear God! September 11th, 2001. Fuck you! And January 6th, 2021. Yeah, by the way, hey, Oklahoma City, fuck you. <laughs> what was that, April 19th? Hey, somewhere around there. But we don't mention Oklahoma City ever. Has anybody ever noticed that? They always mention 9-11. Fuck you, Oklahoma City. How about the World Trade Center bombing? Hmm? How about that? No, you're going to equate the insurrection where no one was killed, an unarmed insurrection, you're comparing that to the worst tragedies in American history. Really? You compared that to fucking Pearl Harbor, which led to us getting into World War II. Really? And then 9-11. Really? <laughs> the, the insurrection of January 6th is the same. You have got to be, that right there is impeachable on its own. <laughs> when Kamala mentioned 9-11, Ihan Omar showed up and said, huh? What are you talking about? I, I mean, seriously. <laughs> she equated the insurrection to Pearl Harbor. I can't take either of these people fucking serious. I mean, come on. And then to say it's like 9-11? Really? Okay. All right. I, I'll, I'll play along. I'll play along with your fucking stupidity. <laughs> uh, her speech is a sad attempt to plant seeds of doubt before the midterms. Ain't going to work. Oh, they're doing more than that. Let me just tell you. Yesterday, I talked about what they're trying to do, that anybody who supported the fact that this election was, was stolen or anything like that, who's running for office, they're insurrectionists, and they're not going to be allowed to run for office. That's what they're trying to do. And now, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris used yesterday to demand a federal takeover of all elections. 
the vice president, Kamala the Indian stupid, referred directly to the multiple Democrat-led bills that would federalize local and state elections and overturn election security laws passed around the country. I'm not making this shit up. This is what they want. They want to trade. Remember when Joe said this? What about democracy in America? Did you ever think you'd be asked that question? Uh, yeah, now no. Leader? I'm not exaggerating, gentlemen. Leader of China, Xi Jinping, who I've met with more than any other world leader. In the bedroom. And Putin. Both are very straightforward. Handsome. Democracies can't function. The 21st century because things are too really? complicated. Really? They yeah. Too fast. Yeah, they are. And time to get a consensus which democracies require. That's why autocracies will rule the day. He said autocracies will rule the day, yet yesterday he shit talked autocracies. This man, look, look, this, what this proves to me. Well, is what we've been saying all along. The, he's nothing more than a puppet. But what this proves to me is with that speech and with the speech he gave yesterday, there are more than one person telling him what to say. We all thought maybe Barack Obama or some other chick was running the country. I think it's like two or three people that are making him talk. Because he's losing his fucking mind. I tell you what, you better pass them bills quick. And if they, if they do pass those bills, we are done. We're done as a country. Because we won't have anybody there to run that will be elected that will overturn those bills. I think, though, I this is what I believe in my heart. I don't think everybody is as crooked as those two are. And Nancy Pelosi's right there with him. And I think there are a lot of crooked politicians. I think all politicians are crooked, but not as crooked as that. Some still do believe in America. Some still believe that elections should be by the people and for the people. Not the federal government. The federal government shouldn't be able to overturn local races. If I were to call the White House right now and say, I live in Rockwall, Texas... They wouldn't know exactly where Rockwall, Texas is. So why can they overturn our elections? They don't know what's going on here. They have no idea. They know about New York City. Hold on, hold on. New York City! They know about L.A. They know about Portland because those are all in the news. But there are more than those cities that have elections. This, this is a dangerous, dangerous presidency right now. Something has to give. And I'm afraid that we give them, if we allow them to take, because we're not giving it to them, they're taking it. These are bills that we don't get to pass. These are bills that they will pass in Congress. And I bet you, I'm telling you right now, they're going to try to roll these all out before November. Mm -mm -mm. It's like the SNL skit from 1992 when Dana Carvey portrayed uh, George H.W. Bush. 
was campaigning in some diner and just said, Hi, I'm George Bush, Gulf War. How you doing? Gulf War. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very, very scary. Very scary. I saw these stories and I was like, oh, wow, a federal takeover. Awesome. Now, I, I, I'm... And, and, you know, this is the funny part to me. I, I laugh at a lot of this shit because it is truly funny to me. The most de- One of the most dangerous people in this country is the mayor of Chicago. Nobody likes you. Mayor Gollum. You're Yesterday, she came out, and she's taking on teachers' unions. Now, which I find to be amazing that a Democrat, a liberal fucktard like her, is going to question a teachers' union because the teachers' unions don't want to be in school right now because of Omicron. And I believe today is day three that that the public schools in Chicago are closed, which means the streets are safe. 90% of school teachers are vaccinated. Once again, pointing out how wrong, how absolutely positively wrong Joe Biden was and Rachel Maddow. When she came on TV and said, hold on, I got to find it now. I got rid of it for a while. There it is. Well, where'd it go? There we go. When she came out and said this right here. The virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Could you be more wrong, as Chandler Bing would say? So these vaccinated teachers, they understand how the vaccinations are not working. And now she's trying to come out and say, how dare you politicize the pandemic? Uh, (laughs) The teachers of Chicago are, are politicizing the pandemic. Well, isn't that rich? Were you in a coma in all of 2020? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now it's the teachers of Chicago that are politicizing the, the pandemic. Nobody on your side. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, this world that we live in right now has got my head spinning in so many directions Because if you sit and think about it, you will actually go insane. I imagine in two weeks she'll come out and say, oh, I never said anything like that. And of course the media will not hold her accountable. The media does not hold her accountable for the record number of homicides in Chicago last year. 
the media doesn't hold Joe Biden responsible for saying that we should become an autocracy. The media does not hold Kamala, the Indian giant, responsible when she tries to equate an insurrection that only killed one of the insurrectors or insurrectionists instead of hundreds to thousands of Americans on on December 7th and 9-11. I'll say this right now. The problem with America is not our politicians because they have been a problem since day one. The problem with America right now is nobody, except a few of us, are willing to call them out. Now, they're willing to call out anybody who has an R in front of their name, which I'm willing to do as well. Boy, but you get that magic D. Don't be nasty. I've stolen that line from this this guy on TikTok I follow, this golfing guy. Don't be nasty. I might have to steal that shit. Don't be nasty all the time. Oh, did I, I did come up with a new sound effect yesterday. I, I, I found this one. Uh, where, where's Aldo? Cousin businesses are booming. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Oh, by the way, Hangtown Jen, uh, I've got something for you. The Cotton-Eyed Joe. When he comes so far down your throat that you don't even know, where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did you come from, Cotton-Eyed Joe? There you go, right there. That, that's our sexual term of the day is Cotton-Eyed Joe. When he comes so far down your throat that you don't even know, where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did you come from, Cotton-Eyed Joe? Bam. Uh, let's see, I'm sure that I have a stronger immune system than many vax people. I subject myself to germs and don't wear a mask, and I'm still healthy. My fully jab brother and I went to Golfland yesterday with my son and nephew, and we were racing the go-karts, and they had no, uh, no one else on track. My brother wore a face mask the whole time, like the vax is so effective. It's like, uh, yeah... Do you want to know why, in my opinion? This, this is, let me go off the rails here. And, and Alicia, you're in the medical field. You can, you can say how wrong or right I might be here. Um, my opinion of why this virus is so bad, why it attacks so many people, is because so many people have gotten on this, this kick of, of antibacterial this, antibacterial that. Everything's antibacterial. You wash your food. I'm sorry, I don't wash I, I don't wash my vegetables when I eat them. I don't. I want all that. I want the DDT in me. I want it all. Now, did I get a vaccination? Yes. Yes, I did get a vaccination. But I do believe, in my heart of hearts, that we are not allowing our children to be exposed to enough germs, to enough shit, to where they build up an actual immune system. I think that the healthcare people and the, the people at the CDC and the World Health Organization and Mr. Fauci, that they think, and, and they think this because they have God complexes, they think that they can actually build an immunity system, that they can do it. But you have to build that on your own. Go out and... Uh, I still wear, I, I hardly ever wear shoes. Hardly ever. I'm going to wear shoes today because it's fucking cold as shit outside. 
But I go out barefoot 90% of the time. I got a pair of sandals on, but I, 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 I enjoy being barefoot. I walk in the dirt. I shower. I clean myself. I make sure I don't stink. But as far as antibacterial goes, I use some antibacterial soap mainly because it smells good. I could give two shits that it's antibacterial, but I don't use it that often because I want germs. Yes, bratty kid, you're right. Hose water. How many parents let their kids drink out of a hose now? Boy, you you know what? You want you want to see somebody freaked out. <laughs> you get that one parent. We all know that one parent that's so overprotective. It's probably out on the stoop watching her fucking kids play. You let that kid go over to a hose and open that shit up and take a drink out of it. That person might have fucking aneurysm. <laughs> Careful if you say DDT three times. Arn Anderson appears and DDTs you. I don't wear a mask because I believe maintaining your immune system is a right. Alicia says it's respiratory. You can't dodge respiratory viruses if you get if it gets to you. It gets to you. And yes, overcleaning and using antibiotics and antimicrobial uh, does more harm because your body is being rid of the very thing that helps you able fight off that. Yes, I look. See, and that's the bad thing. This is a respiratory virus. And they never told us the truth that it is, yes, an airborne virus, which means nothing can be done about it. And I, I just, I, I think it's sad the way they've treated Americans. I, well, I, I should say more than that. It's more than sad. It's criminal. The way that the World Health Organization has responded, the Center for Disease Control, the White House, both White Houses. Look, look, I'm not, I'm, Donald Trump may have given states rights, but somebody there had to tell him, look, this isn't that bad. If you let the virus run its course, it will run out. Because that's what viruses do. Even Dr., I'm sorry, Mr. Anthony Fauci is saying the same things now. But you see, we keep boosting it, and we keep we keep challenging this virus. We want this virus to change. Why? Because the pharmaceutical companies are going to make a shit ton of money off it, and those people that invest in the pharmaceutical companies are going to make a shit ton of money off it. True story, there's a huge link between DDT and polio. Marco, when we stopped using DDT, we also just happened to release our polio vaccine in India. They still have outbreaks and boosters because they still use DDT. Isn't that interesting? I'm going to tell you another stat that's going to be interesting. And a lot of people are not going to like this stat, and I'm sorry, but look it up. I'm going to make a, a, a giant, giant prediction that you'll, you'll realize it in about 20 years when you're thinking about it, when you're watching the news. On your hover screen, when you see that incarcerations are at an all-time high in the next 18 years in the state of Texas, I'm going to tell you why. Because they're pretty much banning abortions. If you look at it, in 1990, 
they looked and they saw that prison numbers had gone down. Yet crime was still at the same rate, but, but the numbers of coming into prison had gone down. People couldn't figure it out in 1990. What was it? Well, it was a simple one thing, and nobody wants to talk about it. The reason why there weren't as many prisoners in 1990 is because 18 years before, Roe versus Wade happened. Hey, you can like that or hate it or say, Arnie, you're a racist. I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. I'm, I'm giving you facts. I'm giving you truth. I, 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 don't, I don't color with the wrong colors. I am coloring you with the truth here. Prisoners' numbers went down because abortions became legal, meaning a lot of these kids are not born. Now, you can, you can look at abortion that way. You can look at it the way through it's a, a form of birth control. You can say it's a woman's right. You can do all that. I don't care anymore. I'm giving you the truth about it, and that is the truth. Um, if you get hit by a DDT hard enough, you're going to need a wheelchair like polio. Jake the Snake Roberts is forbidden from entering India. <laughs> that was his finishing move, by the way, kids, if you, if you didn't figure that out. He's a wrestler. But I, I find it funny that, oh, yes, the Center for Democrat Control, That that's pretty good. Um, it's funny that Mayor Lightfoot comes out and talks about that shit. I'm sorry, Mayor um, Gollum. Because yesterday on MSNBC, somebody almost, almost said something factual and true. So here you go. You ready for this? This was said by somebody on MSNBC and Super Liberal Network, by the way. Tweeted this out. I feel like there's a weird memory holding of the fact last spring Congress distributed $123 billion to K-12 schools for COVID preparedness. Nearly $1 million per school. So, big Q is, what was that used for? Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. People were tweeting in all sorts of things saying this is a, they used the money to uh, to to issue in this this bullshit critical race theory indoctrination and all their other things. But I ask. If every school in America got a million dollars, why aren't our kids in school right now? You, you couldn't fix a school for a million dollars. Yeah, Alicia, you nailed it. They, uh, Alicia, let me just say right now. Correct the mundo. That was a, the, that was the most tweets got for saying it was to usher in critical race theory. 
Now, is that true? I don't know. But it seems that way. Uh, let's see. In Chicago, the mayor used COVID relief funds to service the city's debt, not improve ventilation in schools or anything like that. Let's see. Somebody wrote, more money is available for education than any other category. Agencies obligated some $263 billion for elementary schools, secondary and vocational education, and nearly $60 billion has been spent to date. More than $200 billion in total education fund remains on the table because schools have until 2025 to spend it. This is sad. And look, I'm not going to pretend like the world is a good place and it's a fun place and it's a fair place because it isn't. This is what always happens to the schools. And I'm glad this idiot from MSNBC is just now figuring this out. You know how they sell the lottery to most states? Especially like Bible-thumping states. You know how they sell that there? To say, hey, we need to legalize the lottery. They say it's because they're going to put all the money they make in schools. And maybe that's true. Maybe they give a lot of money to schools. But the problem is they don't give it to the right places. And they allow people like, like superintendents to distribute the money. Where half of it is for him. And the other half can go to some of the schools. We spend a ton on, on education. The better question is, where are those funds going towards? If a majority is going towards admin, then that problem needs to be rectified immediately. Alicia, we spend in this country more on education than every other country combined. Once again, let me say it again. We spend more money on education than every other nation combined. And we still rank in the mid-20s somewhere. Ogre says, you could wave your arm like a game show assistant and present bottomless hole of cash to teachers, and they would still bitch about not having enough money. Motherfucker, when you're making 68 grand a year indoctrinating kids and still bitch... It's not enough money. Go fuck off with the reindeer antlers. I fucking hate most teachers because they have zero creativity or ability to use money effectively. They just want more and more and more and have nothing to show for. Now, if the teachers are getting the actual money and they're not showing anything for it except the sixty dollars to $80,000 a year, which in which they get three months off, mind you, I can go along with it. But the problem is, is that most of these people aren't getting the money. Schools aren't getting this money. Staying with the superintendent. It's, it, it, it's with this whole hierarchy of it. Or they use this money. And, and once again, I will say this right now wholeheartedly. I am a fan of sports, and I think sports are important. But I will tell you this right now. Spending $70 million on a football stadium in Allen, Texas. 
had me scratch my head. And then they had to spend more money on it because they used cheap concrete and the foundation started to crack. And the stadium sat empty for two fucking years. A $70 million high school football stadium. Now, I think it's great. I think that lures people there to go to the biggest high school in Texas, which is Allen High School. Very good high school, academically accredited, things like that. But when you spend $70 million on a football stadium, and, and, and yes, football is very important. I know it's important. I love football. I think they could have done maybe a little bit more with that. I don't know why you need a jumbotron at a high school game. Hey, good for I, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to besmirch Allen here. I, I a friend of mine is a principal in that school district. I believe at the junior high. Uh, uh, someone who I grew up with. So I don't know where the money goes. Well, I do. I just know a vast majority of it doesn't go to the teachers. Uh, Man, 80K isn't bad salary. Even in California, you could have a good life and support your family off that, especially with three months off. Uh, They get paid way more than I do for less work and experience. Uh, And they whine about their pay. Oh, fucking boo-hoo, you have to buy a ream of construction paper and a box of fucking paste every year. They even ask parents to buy the shit now. Fuck teachers and their brainwashing horse shit. Well, we were always given a list of supplies that we had to bring. We had to buy construction paper. We had to do that because we were using it. And what makes me so mad is that teachers are such an important part of our children's lives. They have, look, look. Teachers spend more time with the kids than the parents do these days in most parts. I'm not saying all parts, so I don't want anybody to go, well, I spend a lot of time with my kids. I'm not saying you. And instead of the $70 million football stadium, how, how about this? How about we build a $20 million football stadium, which will still be fucking amazing. Yeah, I'll even say 30, 35, 35. We'll build a $35 million football stadium. I bet you it's pretty fucking nice. The other $35 million goes into that whole idea of paying for all that stuff that teachers bitch and whine about paying for. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? But I did this story mainly because in, in MSNBC called them out, and they're like, whoa, 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 hey, shut up. Don't say that. You can't tell the truth. Because the truth almost came out. Truth almost came out. And by the way, the truth did actually come out a little bit. Rut row. Stay-at-home tests. These new stay-at-home tests that they're talking about may miss Omicron. Where'd it go? Oh, that's the wrong one. Miss Omicron in early stages. I am Transformer Omicron. 
<coughs> we can get into tax dollars should not build professional sports stadiums. We can get into that later. Isn't it funny, though, that these tests are doing the wrong thing? Do you think maybe that's why, like, a billion people have tested positive? Every day on the morning news, I watch that dickhead. Ah, COVID numbers are up. They haven't been this high since December. Okay, that's last month. But... Some of the home at home tests are 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 not working. I am I shocked by that? No, I'm not shocked by that. We all know what the truth is. We all know that this was nothing more than an exercise in controlling the American people. Was there a sickness that went along with it? Sure. Was it as bad as they tried to make it seem? And the answer to that is a resounding no. Unless you had underlying health issues and your immune system was uh, immune system was compromised. I feel bad for Omicron Transformer. He just can't get past the cold. No, he's always he he wants to. Optimus, may I join you? <laughs> Prime says no. No, you're, you're, why don't you stay at home today? Have some chicken soup. Dickhead. Yeah, so I, I'm shocked that the at-home tests aren't working that well. By the way, Joe uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy and I talked about this yesterday. This tennis player. Um, Jokovic, uh, who showed up to the to play at the Australian Open, he is the defending champion, and he's against the the mandates and the ma- vaccine and all that kind of stuff. So he has not been jabbed yet. He gets off the plane. They say, "Hey, sorry, the call out front should have told you, uh, you're not welcome here because you don't have the vaccine." So now they're going to fucking kick him out of the country, all this kind of bullshit, right? His father came out yesterday. I don't know how you pronounce his name. S-R-D-J-A-N. We'll call him Jan. Father of the tennis pro. Likened his son's stay in Australia. Are you ready for this? Have you braced yourself? What his son is doing in Australia is just like the crucifixion of Jesus. In essence, what he's saying is, my son is the modern-day Jesus. There's some crazy people out there, but this guy's taking the case right here. He also said his son is a, quote, political prisoner of Australia as the family took aim at Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce said the tennis player is taking Australia for a joke if he lied on his exemption form. 
The misinformation we get done with, Jesus. Uh, Ken Dog, I hear you, man. And, and you know what? I'm going to move on because I'm right there with you. Ken Dog says, fucking done with this COVID bullshit. I consider myself semi-tough, but this is breaking me for real. It, it, look, I have had to fight that all. Let me, let me, let me help you out here, Ken. Now they say the N95 is mandatory in L.A. Why shouldn't it, why, why shouldn't it be? I, I mean, honestly, um, don't let it get to you, kid. Don't let it, don't let it bring you down. It will be over soon. I, I hope. Look, here's the thing. This is why I don't fly off the handle anymore. And, and Ken, I was right there, man. I mean, I almost fought a, an employee at a big and fat store because they asked me to leave because I didn't have a mask on, and that was before it was mandatory. Again, I, I want you to think about this tonight when you're, you're kind of just going through your own motions in your brain. I want you to think about this. You're right. This, this is the only way I can make it through the day is that I have been talking about this now for two years. Two, I was one of the first people to talk about it when it first broke out. And I'm still talking about it two years later. And it gets me. When I look when it, when I set up the show the day before, I, I look at my sheet. I, I, I get a sheet of paper. Let me let me walk you through how I put the show together. Uh, I sit down and I find news stories from all over the world. I, I, I surf about forty to sixty different websites every day. I take about an hour off after the show. Close my eyes, relax, put a dip in, just nothing. And then I go to work, and I start perusing these websites. And I find anywhere between 20 and 40, maybe sometimes 50 news stories a day. And then I have to kind of dwindle that down to about 30. Okay? Then I come back in the studio, and I I pull everything. I email all these stories to myself, and I pull up my my emails, and I start going through them. And every day, because Hangtown Jen, she said the same thing to me a, a few months ago. She's like, done with this COVID thing. I have to go through there, and I have to look. See how many COVID stories I have, how many of this I have, how many of that, because I don't want to bring everybody down all the time with COVID talk. Right now, though, I have to. This is one of those things, especially now that we have this Transformer edition of Omicron. Know that it's not that strong. (coughs) You're going to live, and this will all be over soon. That will help you get through. And then you get people like Sir Jan Dokovic, who compares his son to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he compares his son to actually Jesus. Dying on the cross for man's sins. I guess that's what his son is doing. By not playing in, which I, I didn't realize that was the new way to serve. 
Ah, see what he did there? New way to serve, and they're playing tennis, too. Hey, 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 hey. That was a twofer. <laughs> One more thing, and then, uh, then I'm, well, I'm just going to read the headline here. Experts are warning that the next variant is just around the corner. Well, yeah, because we need to keep the Democrats in place. I mean, now, that, duh. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Serve. <laughs> hi Three and five, eight stars. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you. I appreciate that for my for my awful pun there. Uh, last story, and then we'll get into celebrity ass death match here. This is fantastic. The owners of a restaurant in Houston says the established will not back down to cancel culture. Good. And are receiving backlash for posting signs mocking Biden and Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Uh, The name of the restaurant is Presley's. P-R-E-S-L-E-E-S. They have a billboard out in front of their restaurant that says no mask needed. Unless you look like Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) Now that's great. That is fantastic. Oh my God. Oh, I need to find this damn place. Oh God almighty, that is fantastic. Uh, We don't want any ugly bitches eating here. The backlash, the owner of the restaurant says, the backlash we received at first was a little overwhelming while dealing with a busy restaurant. Lots of voicemails and private messages. The owner added that most of the negative reviews are coming from people who had never dined there. Of course not. But he then goes on to say, we've never been busier. Good for him. This is a guy who knows how to play the game. God bless this man. Or woman, I'm sorry. I don't see who owns it. Uh, They go on to say, I think it's pretty safe to say our current government has failed us and other small business owners. More than 150 small businesses have shut down from the mandates. But it's not about politics. It's about basic rights, and some have seen to have forgotten. If we can make it through a pandemic and actually thrive, we can surely handle this. He, he finishes off the quote with saying, we're going to have more material posted soon. Stay tuned. Well, I might have to go to Houston just to eat at this place. I, I, I That's great. That is just great. Fuck you. Fuck you all. <laughs> they should have bottomless well drinks sour and call it the Nancy Pelosi special. Mandate's still gay. Yes, yes, they are still very, very gay. I like the fact that they've never been busier. That is so great. 
I was thinking about trying out, it, speaking of restaurants, I was thinking about trying out a new burger place today, but it's an hour away. Didn't want to do that. Then I found a, a taco place. I think we're going to do the Berea tacos again today. Man, I could go for a damn burger. But tomorrow's barbecue day. Going to Hutchins, baby. Yeah. Uh, you need a space uh, <laughs> mandate, sis. Sorry, guys, just love that thing. You don't have to apologize. You can call shit gay here. Hey, man, look, look, straight fire. Yeah, I, I met you. You and I are about the same age, I think. I'm probably older. Um, yeah, we, we, we said shit was gay growing up. Oh, that's gay. I, I ain't getting away from it. I ain't going to change my lexicon. I ain't going to change the way. I've never changed the way I talk. Well, I, I take that back. When I was on public radio, I couldn't curse as much as I do now. I had to do that for my work. That, 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 that's okay. I've never been politically correct, and I never will be. I don't believe in political correctness. I don't think that you should be mean to be mean. But if being mean is necessary, then you have to be mean because that's keeping it real. I have a long-standing request with Braddy Kit. A lot of people would get upset at this. If you, if, if your partner like pointed out your nose hair, your ear hair, I want that. I want my nose. If I have nose hair hanging out, I need to take care of it immediately. I don't want to walk around and have big old bushes of fucking hair coming out of my ears. That looks gross, dude. Uh, no, I got you by ear, big guy. All right, all right. <laughs> Straight fire, don't be a fag. Just say it's gay. <laughs> I like that you curse more on here. Uh, it's more authentic in my opinion. It's me. I, I mean, honestly, I speak like this all the time. And I actually, I, probably a lot worse. I do try to watch it. I don't want to just curse all the time. But sometimes it's necessary. Uh, Lisa is completely off subject, but if any of you have the Bitmoji app, you can literally send anything uh, with your personal Bitmoji. It's basically a cartoon of yourself. I just sent my husband a message with my Bitmoji saying, you gave me that good dick. I don't know why they have something for that. It's amazing. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Joy Reed might be getting fired. Hold on a second. Let me. Who? Wait. Why? Why do I know that name? Joy Reed. Joy. Uh, TV host. MSNBC has hatred for Biden because he was the VP. Oh, let me, let me read this. MSNBC's Joy Reed suggests GOP hatred for Biden because he was VP to the black president. Look, the, to me, the let me say this. I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I'm finding that the racism thing, I know we've talked about this, it is the lowest hanging fruit that's out there right now. I hate Joe Biden because he's a fucking moron. And if this lady thinks that Joe Biden isn't racist, she doesn't think that Joe Biden's racist. This country is doomed. It is doomed, not just because of African-Americans, but because 
by 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. He told a nationally syndicated radio host that if you are, if you don't know if you're going to vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. A white man telling you that you are not black. In a rant that starts with this. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs. When he refers to the children as roaches, that's what he calls black children. He equates them to bugs. I am sick of these people saying, oh, you don't like Joe Biden, you're racist. I went through fucking eight years of that bullshit with Barack Obama. With Janine Garofalo coming out and saying, if you don't agree with the president, you're a racist. There are people in his own party. There are people that are black that don't agree with him. Now what you got, Janine? All these people need to stop with that. It's not even low-hanging fruit anymore. This is dead, rotten carcass fruit that fell on the ground fucking eight years ago. I hope they do fire that fucking bitch. You can't say anything anymore without somebody saying, man, you better watch what you say. It, it, it's like that with all the care. I saw a video yesterday of some old hag. Some dude was filling up his pickup truck. And she comes over to him and she goes, how dare you? Out of the fucking blue. The guy didn't cut her off. The guy wasn't yelling at her. She goes, how dare you drive this gas guzzler? Huh? Who the fuck are you, lady? I'm telling you, I, look, I'm warning everybody. I'm warning everybody. If by chance a Karen accosts me for any reason whatsoever, I will fucking drop them. I don't care. I don't care about jail anymore. I don't care about any of that shit. All these people who have these, I, I don't understand what these, I, they aren't even public muscles anymore. They, they, they are because they're going to go up and they're going to fucking shake their head and they're going to point their finger at you. Huh? I'm telling you right now, you, you, you're going you're gonna to fuck around and you're going to find out. This is the problem we have. I don't understand. And, and a lot of these people, you know, people are filming these Karens, and the Karens are like, are you filming me? And then they go after the camera. No, I, I ain't filming you. And I'll tell you this right now. You touch my truck, and this gal hits his truck. She just slaps his truck. I, that would be enough for me. I'm going to put you in the fucking figure four leg lock. I'm going to reverse DDT you. That's a reverse head like headlock drop down on your head. I'm going to roundhouse you, so I'll probably kick you in the hip. The old adage of AA is true when it comes to the hula hoop. I want to grab all these Karens out there and tell them, Use the teaching of the hula hoop. You take it, you drop it over your head. Everything that you can control and that should matter to you 
is within the hula hoop. If it's outside of the hula hoop, then it just doesn't fucking matter. Great, great analogy. Please send money to Arnie's Cash Apps for bail. If a Karen bothers you, flap your arms and cluck like a chicken running around in a circle going, bark, 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 bark. No, we're past that. We're, we're past that. We're, 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 we're at, see, you know, fucking with them was like stage, stage three. We're at like stage 18 right now. We're, we're, we're in the assault stage. So I'm tired of good people who are just trying to make a living or just trying to live their life. And they get accosted by these people. There's no, there's no need for that. There's no sense for that. That pisses me the fuck off. Like there ain't no tomorrow. God damn. Uh, all right. It is that time now, ladies and gentlemen. We've, we, we've gotten through all the hard lifting, all the bullshit, and now it's time to have some fun on this Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, it is time for Celebrity, Celebrity. Celebrity. And Today, we are going to be looking at the biggest losers in history because they are quitters. The Mount Rushmore of quitters begins right now. Let's get it on. All right, here we go. Very simple, very easy to play today. I want you to give me who you think the, the worst quitter is. That's what we need here. I get the man Karens, uh, the Chads, if you will. Start shit with me, but 10 yards or more away in the grocery store. I love antagonizing them because me living freely and breathing without restriction is living rent-free in their head and pissing them off, and I love it. I had an incident with an old man at Costco tried to tell me to put my mask on, but didn't have the balls to say it to me when I was looking at him. He had to do the wiener boy uh, walk by, and my two boys heard it and told me and pointed him out. I blew him kisses, and with him standing next to his wife, he was an angry little man but had no spine to come up and actually say something to me just from afar. Good. I'm glad that you can still handle that way. I'd rather you see a fucking roundhousing. So there you go. All right. So these are the biggest quitters of all time. And our number one seed, it's not going to be Antonio Brown because he's the one who thought of this, uh, made this possible. Our number one seed is... U.S. Olympic gymnast Simone Biles, who just flat out quit in the Olympics this last year, taking on a gal who quit her job as governor of Alaska to run for vice president, something a lot of people were very upset at. And we're talking about hottie Sarah Palin. (laughs) I know, right? So here you go. Simone Biles versus Sarah Palin, ass family, who you got? Woo! 
winner, and it is by a landslide edition. Oh, my God. Simone Biles moves on. I agree with you, Alicia, where you say Simone Biles because you don't do that to your people. You're absolutely right. She could have been, she could have stayed on as governor and done, done the same thing. Next matchup. Here we go. Now, a lot of you might not know this first person, so I'll explain who he is. He was, uh, he was Colonel Frank Blake, or uh, Colonel Blake, I think that was his name, McLean Stevenson. He was the, the Sherman Potter of MASH 4077 before Sherman Potter got there. And McLean Stevenson quit MASH. Quit it because another network said, we're going to make you a bigger star. And that sadly did not happen. No, the, the, the death match's greatest quitters, biggest quitters. So McLean Stevenson quitting MASH. Or Michael Jordan, who quit basketball. He walked away from the game, and he played minor league baseball after the death of his father. Who's the bigger quitter, ass family? Jordan or McLean Stevenson? Who you got? McLean Stevenson. I did quit after, uh, but I, I did pick it back up. Uh, say so you can put me on this list because I tried to kill myself. I can't say McLean Stevenson because at least Harry Morgan was funny. Now, if you said Wayne Rogers quitting MASH and allowing that pussy-faced Mike Farrell to come on board, I'd vote for Wayne Rogers. So long story short, Michael Jordan. Okay. Uh, McLean Stevenson moves on. Next matchup. We have a guy who, who quit, and, and, and a lot of people want to say, I, I have a hard time. They want to say, oh, well, he, he should have quit because they never supported him. Well, he's, he's the voice of that team, and they sh- he should have fought more for it instead of quitting. And I'm talking about running back extraordinaire Barry Sanders, who just quit the Detroit Lions because that team sucked. Oh, they won't get me an offensive line. Well, you you better tell them to get you an offensive line. They never did. So Barry Sanders quitting. Or a man who made quitting famous by just saying these six words. Take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Johnny Paycheck. A woman done left and took all the reason I was working for. You better not try to stand in my way Cause I'ma walk in out the door Take this job and shove it I ain't working here no more There you go 
Barry Sanders versus Johnny Paycheck in a song that was written by David Allen Coe. Ask family simply, who you got? Negative yards. Amen to that. And he went to Oklahoma State. Johnny Paycheck just went to jail. himself was Barry Sanders and he did make it moves on final matchup of the first round and then we'll find out who gets on the mountain first candidate is probably the reason why this super group broke up because she said what she wanted what she really really wanted She told him what she wanted, what she really, really wanted. And we're talking about Ginger Spice. Ginger Spice quit the Spice Girls, and that was the end. The day the music died for them. And she's taking on a guy who turned into a real dick. But he did become a big star afterwards. And he quit Saturday Night Live to do so. We're talking about the original cast member, Chevy Chase. Ginger Spice versus Chevy Chase. Ask family who ya got. Spice moving on. Now we find out who makes the mountain. Our first matchup. Former U.S. hero. USA. USA. But not today. Simone Biles, who quit the Olympics and blamed it on a host of reasons. Or the guy who quit MASH. McLean Stevenson. McLean Stevenson versus Simone Biles. Ask family, I ask you this question. Who you got? 
finally we have ourselves a winner. It is Simone Biles. She is on the mountain. Simone Biles, part of the Mount Rushmore of Quitters. And who will join her in our next matchup? Will it be Barry Sanders, who quit the Detroit Lions? Or will it be Ginger Spice, who killed the Spice Girls? Ask family, the question is set. Barry Sanders, Ginger Spice, who ya got? so surprised that Ginger Spice held on that long. Wow. So half of our Mount Rushmore is set with Simone Biles and Barry Sanders as the biggest quitters in the history of time. We will get to round two next after the first segment of the show uh, is over with the music and it is still soundtrack day and you can't have a soundtrack without Waylon fucking Jennings. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, yeah. flattening the hills. Someday the mountain might get up, but the law never will. Making their way.
744 beneath my head. Got up next morning and I grabbed that gun. Took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Made a good run, but I run too slow. They overtook me down in Warhead's Mexico. Laid in the hot joints, taking the pill. And walked the sheriff from Jericho Hill. He said, Willie Lee, your name is not Jack Brown. You're the dirty hack that shot your woman down. Said, yes, so yes, my name is Willie Lee. If you got a warrant, just to read it to me. Shot her down because she made me sore. I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more. I was arrested, I was dressed in black They put me on a train and they took me back Had no friend for to go my bail They slapped my dried up carcass in the county jail Early next morning about a half past nine I spied the sheriff coming down the line A handicapped mess, he cleared his throat He said, come on dirty hack into the district court into the courtroom my trial began where i was handled by 12 honest men just before the jury started out i saw that little judge commence to look about in about five minutes and walked the man holding the verdict in his right hand the verdict read in the first have mercy on me The judge he smiled as he picked up his pen 99 years in the Folsom pen 99 years underneath that ground I can't forget the day I shot that bad bitch down Come on, you gotta listen on to me Lay off that whiskey and let that
is airborne and flight 50 cuts a path across the morning sky and a voice comes through the speaker reassuring us flight 50 is the way to fly and a hostess takes our order coffee tea or something stronger to start off the day well it's a bloody merry morning cause i'm leaving baby somewhere in l.a There's some soundtracks right there for you. We got the Dukes of Hazard. Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix. And then Willie Nelson doing Bloody Mary Morning. That's from his movie Honeysuckle Rose. With the uber hot at the time, Diane Cannon. Woo, she had some tatas on her. Back in the Dizzy. But, but right now, thanks to Hangtown Jen. Ladies and gentlemen. Can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Um, it's being uh, reported by everybody that 94-year-old Sidney Poitier, the first black actor to win an Academy Award in the movie Lilies of the Field, has died. The uh, minister, Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Bahamian, but uh, I guess the Bahamas, uh, announced this this morning. He's 94. He, I mean, he was in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, The Heat of the Night. They call me Mr. Tibbs, which spawned a TV show. Um. Man, oh man, he he did a lot. He did a lot for acting. He was a hell of an actor as well. Uh, Ninety-four years old, led a great life. I don't know what they're saying. I I'm, I'm not gonna guess any cause of death except that motherfucker's ninety-four years old. So there you go. Uh, that is the news story for today, and it leads us perfectly into like the celebrities, if you will, things going on in the celebrity world, and we have a little bit of insight here. You know, the last few days, the the person who spawned today's celebrity-ass deathmatch, Antonio Brown, if you missed it last week and you still haven't seen it, please get out of the box that you're living in. Antonio Brown, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, stripped off his jersey on the sideline last week and threw it and then walked off the field. Now, there were reports that were saying – He was mad because they weren't throwing him the ball because he was about to hit a giant bonus. We also heard him say that his ankle was hurt 
and they wanted him to go in the game, but he wasn't. He didn't think he could go, even though he was medically cleared to go. We hear that they shot him up. This is this is all so 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 many things all coming from Antonio Brown. My first one. Now, uh oh, rut row. Receiver Antonio Brown, ooh, had a little uh, tryst with Ava Louise, a 23-year-old model, model, if you will. She's a wannabe porn star because she's on OnlyFans, just like me. This gal is the same gal in 2020 who filmed herself licking a toilet seat in a bid to catch COVID. She was allegedly smuggled into his room at the Westin in New Jersey the night before the Jets game, which he quit. She said she first connected with him in 2018 and reached out, and he reached out to her on Instagram on New Year's Day to invite her over. She got to the hotel at 11.15 p.m., allegedly, having to sneak past security due to NFL COVID rules, which state's team must live in a bubble and cannot see guests. Once inside, now this is where it gets delicious, kids. Mr. Brown started ranting about bullshit COVID rules and repeatedly said, fuck the NFL. Miss Louise, who has an OnlyFans account, said, when we had sex, he wanted to film it and make a tape on my phone. He wanted me to put it out there. She also claims that Brown also kept mumbling, I can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. I can't wait to see what I, what you, I can't wait for you to see what I do tomorrow. So, was this all staged? Was this all an attempt on his part? And I will say, uh, let me let me just say this. When I found this story yesterday, I, I bought into it. And by the way, it's still buying into it. The reason being is Antonio Brown is pretty ingenious when it comes to coming up with these plots. They're stupid plots. I'm not I'm not here to say that these are these are giant, these are great genius ideas that he's coming up with. But he's good at planning this shit out. Look what he did to the Oakland Raiders back when they were in Oakland. He wanted to get paid, and Pittsburgh was like, no, you're too much of a fucking pain in the ass. So he left there, signed a deal with the Oakland Raiders to play. Was ready to go with Harbaugh, or not Harbaugh, fucking, uh, uh, oh, God, John Gruden. Sorry, my bad. Remember, and all of a sudden he had, he his helmet didn't comply, and he didn't want to play without a right helmet. And then he got, like, hurt or whatever. And finally, Raiders said, enough is enough. We're going to release it. Because where he wanted to play was New England. He wanted to go there. He wanted to play with Tom Brady. He got his wish. He went there and played there for about a week. And... Bill Belichick's like, no, this is not our guy. See, the thing is, a lot of people don't like Bill Belichick 
But Bill Belichick knows what's going on. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. Bill Belichick's probably the biggest bullshitter in the league, but he knows football and he knows people. He said, enough's enough. Get this guy off the team. Antonio Brown is such a head case, he lived with Tom Brady. I don't know if he still does, but he lived with Tom Brady last year when he played for the Bucs. Got a Super Bowl ring. Frostbite on his feet, too. I remember that, yeah. He had frostbite on his feet. Didn't like the helmets. Wasn't going to play. I can totally see him doing this. This is a guy who has serious mental problems. Serious mental issues. I think the NFL is the worst place in the world for this guy to be. Because he doesn't need his noggin wrong anymore. And I know last week I brought up, or earlier this week, I brought up that hit he took while he was a Pittsburgh Steeler. This guy's been nutty his whole career. Antonio Brown is a gigantic cancer to any team. Tom Brady wanted him because it's the first time Tom Brady since he had fucking uh, Randy Moss that he had an actual receiver. This time he had a pair of receivers with that guy from A&M. Michael, whatever his name is. That guy's a tool anyway. I hope that nobody brings this guy in next year or whenever he's released or whenever he's free to sign with anybody. I hope nobody brings him in. I mean, you hooked up with a chick who licked a toilet seat. And by the way, she took a a picture. And it's dated. Jersey City, New Jersey. She's laying next to him in the bed. You don't see his face, so I, I can only assume it's him. Gave her directions. There's all the... All, oh, man, all the text messages. You know, when he released the text messages to his coach, he's like, all right, uh, let's see, uh, A.B., hi, with a heart. What's up? You in NYC? I am. Where are you at? Weston, New Jersey, Bay. Where is that? Then he, he penned it, sent it to her. Oh, you're, you're close to me. I'm going out with friends for a bit, but after, you're like 10 minutes away from my spot. Come put me to bed. Got to be up early, bae. Uh, that's lame. What you want to do, babe? I got the game. I can't come till later. We're already, like, going out the door. What you doing tomorrow? Gone after the game. Okay, have fun. Next time. Should have let me know. No worries. Just stay off Instagram. Why? You being like this? Just want to say, uh, been uh, all talk online. Can I, I can come at like 11.30. Ready for you, lovely. You're lucky my friends are letting me leave. Tell them you're in great hands. On the way, I'll be there soon. Heart. Here's where I should go. I'm in 611, babe. Daddy got to get you in here where Bay at. Lobby, I'm sure I can get in the elevator. I'll come to the sixth floor in the elevator. Mm-hmm. This gal's a hoe. This gal's a hoe. She's a dirty hoe. God damn. Then she sent him texts after the after the incident. 
Look at this. It says, heart, uh, yes, babe, you a beast. Baby, why are you running off the field? Why, you see me? What? Ha, ha, ha. Yes, I saw, but why? You look sexy doing it. What are they, in fucking high school? You saw me, baby. Of course I did. Why'd you do that? (laughs) This guy is a piece of rotten crap. Wow. And by the way, the, the next night he was sitting courtside at the Brooklyn Nets game. I truly do not like this guy. A.B. was threatening the lady that he allegedly assaulted when he was in New New England. He makes Barry Bonds look like teammate of the year. Amen to that. (laughs) I was surprised A.J. Soprano wasn't in the lobby saying, so that's a crack hoe. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So I honestly don't think that anybody – if the NFL is full of smart people, which I think most of them are, there's only one team that will probably pick this idiot up, and it's my team. Because Jerry Jones has this fucking hard-on for trying to rehabilitate guys, which he fails at all the time. Hashtag Alden Smith. This is terrible. This guy's a joke. And speaking of jokes... We got to talk about Joe Exotic again. Joe Exotic just needs to stop. I I mean, honestly, he just needs to fucking go away. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. (sighs) Ahead of his day in court, Joe Exotic announced through his attorney that he has set up a GoFundMe pay a GoFundMe page to, quote, pay that bitch Carol Baskin's back. At trial, they falsely claimed that all this started because I owed Carol Baskin's money, which she did. started because she became obsessed with me. She haunted me, emailed businesses who worked with me. She's not a philanthropist. I agreed to the judgment after bad advice from lawyers. This is what I love about people. And this is how I believe Randy Gregory is still on team. We'll see. Um, This is how you can tell the character of a person. When everything is everybody else's fault. He did owe her money because she sued him a number of times. If All you got to do is watch the Tiger King special. He slandered her so much that in in public that she sued him and she won. He comes out saying that he got bad advice from his lawyers, so not his fault. Uh, It's all her fault. She then used the debt to make me and the animals suffer. I couldn't afford lawyers when they set me up. Exotic claims in a new statement shared with Fox News. Joe Exotic is a piece of trash. Look, I think Carol Baskins is a piece of trash, too. But I, 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 yeah, yes, I agree that Joe is better talk than COVID. 
Exotic also called out his ex-husband, claiming even he sold my damn clothes without my permission. Ultimately, he's begging for help from the public in order to help Baskins get her damn blood money. He goes on to say, everyone, if you enjoyed Tiger King or had some Joe Exotic fun, donate $5. Cardi B, you said you'd start a GoFundMe. Please help. Let's pay that fucking bitch back. Use it to clean up that mess in Tampa, not to pay off politicians. <laughs> that mess in Tampa. Is that is that Antonio Brown or is that Carol Baskin's theme park? He's trying to raise $500,000. So far, he's gotten $3,000. Let me just say this right now. If you're an ass, you are an asshole if you donate any money to Joe Exotic. By the way, if I'm the judge in the resentencing hearing and I get wind of this, I get wind of this that he's gone online through his attorneys to say all this shit, guess what? I'm holding up the 22 years, dickhead. Fuck you. You fucking steaming pile of human waste. Especially he's delaying cancer treatment until after the resentencing. Yeah, because that's what normal people do. They, 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 they wait on their cancer treatment. Good God almighty. I swear. The world that we live in is such a fucking terrible place. Oh, there you go. So there's your Joe Exotic news there. Now, now something that will make you hopefully smile and maybe hopefully make you laugh is this current war that's going on on Sesame Street. Oh, I love it. I, I, this has got me harder than fucking Chinese arithmetic. Due to this feud going on between Elmo and the Pet Rock. He's... <laughs> Elmo has a long-standing rivalry with Zoe's pet rock, Rocco. On Monday, they shared footage of the character losing his cool in 2004 in an episode titled, Elmo Feels He's Treated Unfairly by Rocco. And by the way, yes, oh yes, we have the clip. Wait, hold on, I keep bringing up the same damn story. It's the second one, Arn. Come on. Are you ready? Here you go. Here's Elmo going berserk. This is on TV for kids. This is so great. Oh, man. Why is it not coming up? Come on now. Oh, here we go. Oh, 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 oh. Here we go. I love Elmo, too. There's Elmo. Elmo has the number 12. He's holding up the number 12. That's Zoe. Let's hear it for Rocco. Wasn't Rocco great, Elmo? Yes, yes, he was great. 
telling you. Great. Today's number is 12! Rocco says the number is 12! Uh-oh. Elmo is supposed to say the number of the day, not Rocco. Well, Rocco says you were taking too long. He couldn't wait anymore. Way to go, Rocco bitch! Because he didn't mean it. I think El I think Elmo should come back and just simply say. Elmo says, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> I love that Sesame Street is starting to get real. Elmo loses his shit on this fucking ragamuffin. Fucking, who the hell is that? I mean, she looks like. Oscar the Grouch's, I don't know, fucking dirty sister? <laughs> I can just see Oscar the Grouch being an arms smuggler hidden under the trash. Well, hey, man, we might have to revisit the mean streets of Sesame. <laughs> where Gonzo stuck his nose in Miss Piggy's ass and went pork snorkeling. Elmo has just lost it. Elmo goes on a vicious crime spree. He cuts this bitch's head off. Oh, my God. That, you know what? We got to play that shit again. That's just funny. I, just, I don't care. This is fucking hilarious. There he is. Yay! Yay! Zoe. Shut up, lady. 
And you motherfuckers need Jesus. You're damn right. Elmo needs Jesus. Elmo says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> we need to have a series come out where Elmo just says, like, the most famous quotes in history. Elmo says, you got knocked the fuck out, man. Elmo says, Shitter was full. Elmo says, You can't handle the truth. Elmo says, Do your fucking job. Elmo says, Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Oh. Elmo says, If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. Oh my god. Elmo says Ezekiel 25 17. No, that's too long. Elmo says Jesus ain't right. <laughs> Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. Elmo says Holy dog shit. Texas only steers and queers come from Texas. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Elmo says Do you want me to reach down there and, and I can pull my butt crack open for you if you want? That would be such a great series, just to see Elmo go off. I hope and pray that there's somebody that can do a good enough Elmo. I can't do an Elmo. I, I, I just can't. I mean, I would love it. That would be the greatest thing in the world is just a fucking hour of dirty Elmo doing dirty stand-up. Hey, you ever accidentally masturbate to young pictures of your mom? Elmo says, Did you just poop and then get into bed without underwear on? Hey, you ever accident? Oh, I did that one. Oh, man. Elmo says, Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Elmo says, You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs? Yeah. There are women there, and, uh, and then people have guns. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just, my mind is so twisted and so fucked sometimes. When I saw this story about somebody who compiled all this stuff about Elmo losing on that fucking street-walking Zoe. What a whore she is. God damn you, fat fuck. I just pissed myself with the Hymas fit. Yeah, I figured that one would do it. I figured that one is the over-the-top one there. Oh, goddamn. Oh, fucking. I would love to see Elmo real. Fucking A. That would be that would be like seeing Bill Cosby doing a blue set. Bill Cosby using the N-word on stage. His opening act is Elmo. I'm telling you right now, I would if I was on that tour or put that tour together, I we'd make a billion dollars. We would make a billion fucking dollars. Can you imagine? Flazzle-dazzle. So I had my big fat black cock in my wife Camille's ass, flippity-dippity, and I kept saying pudding pop, pudding pop, pudding pop. Can you imagine an hour of stand-up of dirty Bill Cosby and like a half-hour warm-up of Elmo just losing his shit? Oh, my God. I would be able to print money with that. Good God almighty. 
I hope you guys found that half as funny as I did because I thought it was great. Uh, All right. Well, we have a case of extreme hazing going on. I know. This is why. Stories like this is why I have no hope for the future. Zero. And the reason why I have no hope is because usually you learn from giant mistakes. Like, like the, if you see somebody do something, you probably ain't going to do that if it caused badness or, or things to happen. It happens every single year in colleges across the country. And it just happened at the University of Kansas to the Phi Gamma Delta and Phi Delta Theta frats. First of all, if you got to pay for your friends, congratulations. Pledges at Phi Gamma Delta were subjected to an undisputed level of forced alcohol consumption. Now that one, that, that's part of the hazing ritual. You got to drink a lot, and they, you know, we've lost a lot of kids through that. Physical, physical abuse and fetid conditions. The students were forced to sleep in vomit-encrusted sheets after trying to clean a room covered in vomit, liquor, pee, old food, trash, and who knows what else. Fraternity brothers routinely wedge pledges between mattresses and slam them into walls after coming home drunk from bars and parties. Pledges at Phi Delta Theta underwent forced servitude (laughs) Slavery, really, and emotional torture. One new member got the pledge named Dolphin after he was forced to watch the brutal slaughter and mutation of a dolphin on video. I would think that one right there is a little on the tamer side. I mean, though, it sounds bad that you got to watch a dolphin be tortured and mutilated. That's bad. But comparing that to sleeping in sheets encrusted in vomit, I think that one's far worse than the fucking video. Greek life at Kansas City uh, or Kansas University has been under fire with two other frats suspended since 2018. And protests erupting after a female student was drugged and raped at another fraternity. Good God, man. Fraternities used to about be, be about drinking and, and buddies and all this kind of bullshit. Now it's just about fucking torturing people. Oh, Teresa Wright says, we need to South Park to do go to Sesame Street. Amen. Amen. Or my only fan, I need, I need to write this one up, man. My, my only friend's page having a cartoon on it doing the mean street, and it's called the Mean Streets of Sesame. Oh, man. If you haven't, if you don't know what the Mean Streets of Sesame are, and you want to hear it, look, look, that probably got one of the bigger laughs at the stand-up show I did in September, which you can find right now on my OnlyFans page. I had so much fun making that that whole bit about you know Bert and Ernie in their fucking leather gimp outfits. <laughs> Ernie was the master, Bert was the slave. You know, Miss Piggy and Gonzo fucking and the pork snorkeling. 
Baker's a serial killer. You know what? I, I want to. I if you've ever seen the movie No Country for Old Men, I, I want to portray Elmo as Anton Chigurh. <laughs> Elmo is turned into a hitman. He's a murder for hire Muppet. He, and, and and he just does everything. He's horrible. He's a horrible Muppet. He's like the worst Muppet known to mankind. Elmo rapes Rocco. Rocco, by the way, is a pet rock. I want to I see. <laughs> I can't, dude. All of a sudden. <laughs> Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. Oh. I need I need to find a, a a sound bit of Rocco or not Rocco Elmo saying I'm gonna come, <laughs> and then play that with it. Oh God Almighty, I'm going to hell. I know it. I know I'm going to hell. I already know it. But hey, it's been worth it. Oh man, living this life of sin has been worth it for sure. Mm-mm-mm. Now, here's a story I just don't get. Maybe y'all can help me with this shit here. The person's name is Ash Patrick Shad. Shade? Shade. From West Virginia. Ash Patrick Shade is a transgender man. So he's a man who became a woman. Okay. Who fell pregnant. Or no, 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 no. It's a woman turning into a man. That's what it is. Okay. Transgender man. So that means was a woman, turns into a man. Who got pregnant while transitioning after a grinder one night stand. Wait. Hold on a second. Whoops. Wait. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> I thought Grinder was was strictly a gay app. I have never been on it. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I thought it's where gay dudes hung out. Now, here's my question. And, and I'm asking. I, I don't know. Y- y'all know a lot more about this shit than me. So let's say you go on your little Grinder app. Which is pretty much where gay guys hook up and they fuck. Okay? That's where gay guys fuck. So you're a gay dude. And you meet up with this, with Ash Lee. That's probably your name, Ashley Patricia Sade. Going by Ash Patrick Sade now. Ashley shows up. She looks like a man. You start doing the, you know, making out, heavy petting, all that kind of stuff. Lo and behold, the pants come out, and there's a vagina. I mean, I, maybe maybe this guy needs it explained to him a little bit more. If I can find the damn sound effect. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Okay, and, and I didn't think gay guys like chicks. But this one gay guy on Grinder, I guess, said, well, fuck it, I'm here. And... 
I, I don't know if he can take the tuna boat there. Well, yeah, he's still taking the tuna boat, even though he's he, he thinks he's taking another boat to Pound Town. And dude got pregnant. Well, now he reveals that he is raising his daughter with a new husband and wants more children before having full gender reassignment surgery. Now, he hasn't had the bottom done yet, but the tops have been lopped off. So, so Ashley ain't got titties no more and goes by Ash Patrick Sade. Lives his life as a man. Jen, you think that you're fucking confused? I'm more confused than anything. And by the way, I am sure that this goes over so well in Huntington, West Virginia. I, I mean, look, they look the other way when you fuck a cousin or fuck a sister, but if you're willing to chop things off, I, I don't think that those people understand it that well. Dude got pregnant. That's not, but, but he's not a dude. If he's got a cock and ball, look, look, I, I'm trying to be respectful here. I'm trying. Somebody's calling me now. Yo, who's this? Hey, this is Douglas. Hey, what's up, bud? Not much. I got something to, to tell you. It's kind of funny. All right. On the subject. So my ex, her sister transitioned to a man. All right. So you, you know, that, she, that's she, the adedictomy surgery. Now, from what I, I hear, she just got the top surgery. She just got the titties lopped off. Yeah. Okay. And she got with this um, dude that's transitioning to a girl. So it's pretty much a a, a, a heterosexual relationship with extra steps. Well, wait a second. Now, now, question here, Douglas, because inquiring minds want to know. The dude that she hooked up with, is he going to get the wiener taken off? I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't really talk to her okay. or, or them. Good whatever, move. Good cause, move. Because you know I'm divorced. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I mean, this would this would be reason enough to open the lines of communication, just so you can keep <laughs> us all involved. Because then what happens? I mean, if the sister ain't going to get the adedictomy surgery, and her beau or her new girlfriend or whatever the fuck it is. Gets the cock locked off, then what the shit? Is it a lesbian relationship then? Well, she she was a when I met her, she was a lesbian, and then she moved up to oh not she she they moved up to um to uh, like Seattle. Uh huh. And um, my former in laws was saying that she probably would have transitioned had she not moved up there because what my ex wife says is that she is a non-conforming lesbian, a gender non-conforming lesbian. And that What the fuck does that mean? A gender <laughs> non I mean I mean fucking well, why do we have so many titles with everybody's goddamn names now? I'm a non-binary non-conforming transitional lesbian. Huh? 
yeah, it, it, it's weird, man. That That's why I just, you stick with, like, you don't, there's boys and there's girls and, you know, that's it. I, I can't do the, the non-binary stuff, but, but yeah, what the relationship that, that uh, he, she's in, it's just, I guess, it's, I guess it's kind of, it's just weird. Yeah, I'll say, fuck, I'm confused as shit right now. But. All right, Douglas. Well, hey, man, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah. I got to go back to get back to work anyway, so. See you, pal. Have a great weekend, my friend. You too. Later. Yeah. Uh, he didn't mean, no, that, that's his sister. He he married, he married, he didn't marry a lesbian. He married his sister. Trans-hetero relationship. I, I, huh? This is like the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. There's a contestant who used to be a girl who now lives as a boy who is competing in a competition where they dress like girls. Oh, you're disqualified. No, 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 no. You can't. No, no, you can't be in there. RuPaul needs to disqualify that bitch. We went camping up in Lassen last summer. One of the hikes we came out of, my husband noticed that this fat shirtless boy walking up the opposite way uh, we were going, actually a female that had her boobs cut off wanting to be a dude. Like, I'm trying, man. Uh, look, I, I'm not trying to perpetuate the hate or kick them out of the country club or anything like that. I'm just confused. I am just a slow, fat guy from Garland, Texas, who lives in Rockwall now, who just wants to understand, hey, if you don't feel comfortable being a, you think that you were born a, a man, okay. But, but, huh? I mean, you're getting shit cut off you, added on to you. Now you're sharing it with others. I mean, Jesus. I tell you what, I, in this case right here, this story right here, and, 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 and let me just tell you, let me tell you, I'm being 100% honest here. I am happy that more, of my li- more than half of my life is over. And I'm not trying to be sensational here or depressing or anything like that. But I will say this right now. The child that we were just talking about, and, and I don't care. You, the, if the, the community, if the alphabet community wants to come after me, they can fucking come after me all day long. I am a 50-year-old man, and I'm confused as fuck right now. Can you imagine what that's going to do to a child? And... This child who's going to be more confused than anything will someday be an adult who is in society, who's a part of our society, who could be a leader of our society. And I just want to say this right now. I don't want any part of that. If you think it's bad now, if you think that our current leaders like Pete Booty Gig, who thinks that roads are racist, is bad now? This is why I don't ask the question, what's next? I just hope they don't regret it like uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's daughter did. What, did she, she didn't get the surgery yet, did she? She regrets it? She didn't want to be a boy no more? I'm thrilled. Anything to bring about the end of this failed experiment called Homo sapiens, I'm all for it. Hey, man, I'm just telling you right now, that's going to be it. 
this kid that's being that, that's being shit out by this transgender man. I'm telling you right now, I I honestly I I I can't I I don't know how to exist in that world. I just don't. And by the way, I'm too old to try to learn how to do it, and I'm not willing to. Why? Well, because I think it's weird. I'll, I'll say it. I'm, I'm just going to be truthful with you. I think it's, it's weird and it's strange. I'm not, I'm not saying it should be illegal. I'm not saying these people should be put in camps and burned. Not at all. Not at all. But what I am saying is it's very strange to me, and I don't think I will ever be able to actually fully understand it. Uh, I'm thrilled. Oh, yeah. A bratty kid. Uh, not surprising coming from Cauliflower Boy. <laughs> no, she stopped taking the testosterone because she wants to be a girl again. Oh, okay. What she's going to say now, she's gender fluid. Probably. Oh, yeah. I know what it's like to be a boy. No, you don't. Honey, you don't. See, th- this, this is my favorite here. About folks. And, and I know I'm going to sound Cro-Magnum and all that kind of, and I don't care anymore. I, I, I'm tired of it. Um, Angelina Jolie's daughter, who wants to be a boy, you have no idea what it's going to take. None. And, and you're off the testosterone now? Why? Why? Because you couldn't handle it. That's why. Because, and I'll say it, and, and I mean it, boys are gross. Boys are mean. Boys do really, really stupid things. I'm not saying the girls don't. How many girls did you see growing up, honestly? And I know there's going to be one or two, and everybody will say, oh, yeah, I know. That's fine. How many boys every school year in elementary school would end up with broken arms? How many casts have we signed? Now ask the same question for girls. That's what I thought. Not even close to the same number. Why? Because boys do dumb shit. Boys play a game called Bloody Knuckles. Girls have your little slam books. We punch walls. The winner is whose knuckles bleed first. We we, we give each other fucking wedgies. Boys are horrible human beings. We will stick another boy's hand in warm water while he sleeps so he can piss himself. That's just what's in a boy's brain. Girls don't have that in their brains. And it's not because they're not smart enough. It's because they're, I think women were built the correct way. Honestly, I think boys are the fucked up ones. I don't think it had anything to do with gender stereotypes. I think she realized she really actually wasn't uh, it wasn't actually a boy and they started her on hormone blockers and therapy at like age 12, which lasted for about 2 years. And by the way, I think that part right there is the most criminal part. If if we can talk honestly, if we can be real here, which I know we can. Um let me just tell you this right here right now. You put a kid at the age of 12 on hormone blockers, there's something, obviously, there, there's a screw or two loose because they're 12. Would you allow a 12-year-old to sign the loan papers on a mortgage? Why not? Why not? Your 12-year-old should be able to walk into any bank and, and sign mortgage papers. 
Well, Arnie, that's what adults do. Yes, and, and changing your body and doing all that kind of stuff is what you do with adults. Because adults, when you do it, you have to be responsible for it. This young girl is not responsible for it because she was 12. I know this isn't as extreme as the gender surgeries, but I almost got a vasectomy. But then with all the paperwork for the consent, I second-guessed that decision. It's a decision that causes change for the rest of your life. I know that vasectomies can be reversed, but it's not 100%. The gender surgeries aren't reversible. Well, that, well, 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 wait a second. Before let, let me be a red pinner here on you, Douglas. Yeah, sure, they're, they're kind of reversible. You're going to get a new dick. If you're a dude and you want to go through this, you get your cock chopped off. They build you this weird-looking vagina thingy. And you walk around, you know, and you got your hooters. You got big boobs. And then you go, you know what? This living like a, a gal ain't for me. So now I'm going to spend the rest of the money that I have. I'm going to get the boobs lopped off. And I want a penis again. They can build you another penis. It is not your penis, but they can build you another one. I, I don't understand. I, I just don't. I don't get it. I never will. I'm too old to get it. If that's what makes you happy, then I'm happy for you. Don't. Here's the thing. I'm not going to tell trans people or anybody how to live their life. I'm just not. Who am I to tell you how to live your life? But I will say this. I don't have to like it. Hey, you be happy. If that's what floats your boat, good for you. I'm not going to be a part of your life, though. Just not. And, and here, here's the reason. I know me. I know that if you're in my life and we have, like, Thanksgiving dinner with each other, if somebody offers you a breast, I'm probably going to laugh. I probably will be doing a lot of staring. I know my limitations, people. I will make, I will try my best not to say the wrong thing, and I will shoot the wrong thing out of my mouth so often, and everybody will think it'll be on purpose, but it's not. I can't help it. You want that? Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to be treated like a normal human being, which you are and you should be, then that means comedians like Dave Chappelle get to make fun of you. Because Dave Chappelle has made fun of white people, fat people, black people, Mexican people, Chinese people, Japanese people. Makes fun of all those people. But why isn't he allowed to make fun of you? Haven't thought about that yet, have you? Yeah, that's what I thought. I've personally seen a huge uh, uptick in these cases. In my opinion, it's the cool thing to do now. Just like being black was in the 90s for us kids. Wearing FUBU and Jinko jeans and trying to talk hood was a thing that kids did and tried to fit socially. This is the new version of that. I agree. Alicia, 100%. I totally agree with you. It went black and then it went gay and now it's this. Oh, I, I, I saw that. Yeah, absolutely. And, hey, if it's experimentation, you're all about that, then good. Go ahead. But the problem is, and I know I've, I've talked about this problem so many times. This is the last time I'm going to say it today. When you do something that is not of the norm, that makes it odd. 
That makes it strange. And the way most people deal with something that's strange to them, I shouldn't say most people. The way I deal with things that are strange to me is I make fun of them. I try to put levity in there. And you take that as, as I'm making fun of you. I'm not. I'm trying to understand it for myself. There you go. If you want to lop your cock off, you go right ahead. I'm just, I, I'm dumbfounded by it, but hey. And I, uh, Alicia's 100% correct that this is just a trend right now. You don't want to ask that question, what's next? No, no, you don't. I'm just telling you that right now. Okay, enough of this crazy transgender thing. Um, two more stories, and then we'll get back to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Uh, let me see. I'll wait till that. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh boy. Um, you know, I was talking about my, my stand-up show earlier, and I ended the stand-up show with a uh, the, the rules of being me. And I, I use a simple phrase, and it says, nature is not your friend. It, it never has been and never will be. Uh, exactly, Douglas, and honestly, it makes me feel bad for those that are truly trans. It takes away from them and lessens their biological struggle if that's what is going on with them because there's a genetic component that he found where the hormones are swapped in utero. Okay, all right, fair enough. I agree with that. Um, so this one happened, uh, I, where did this one happen? I got to search the story. Uh, this one happened in Japan. Really? Come on. All right, let's grow up, shall we, people? This happened at the, oh, God almighty, uh, an unlocked enclosure at a Tokyo, no, stop it, a Tokyo. Kapuya, kapuya. Kapuya. Enough. A 10-year-old male Bengal tiger was found roaming Tokyo's Nassau Safari Park. That's right. A tiger was roaming the park after it escaped its enclosure. And it bit off a zookeeper's hand. And then attacked two other people at the park. The tiger was found roaming the park based on the uh, video, I guess, when staff were preparing to open around 8.30 uh, Wednesday morning. Oh, thank God that this happened before they opened. Jesus. The 330-pound beast, who's about 6'6 in length, had not been properly fenced inside his enclosure the night before. 
When three members of the staff returned the next morning, they happened upon the creature and... <laughs> one of the workers lost her hand, uh, was transported to hospital by helicopter. A second woman received several bites to her body while a male worker sustained injuries to the back of his head. According to they did not probably check the fences, but da da The park will remain closed right now. Uh, I don't know what they did with the with the lion or the tiger. But you see, once again, people, once again, nature is not your friend. Now you think that's the last story? Oh no, because it's about to get good. Let me let me just tell you. Let me just tell you how awesome this next story is. In the immortal words. Uh, uh, of my dear friend Tommy Little. Let me just say, holy shit, this is terrifying. This scares the bejesus out of me. This is why I do not go into body of waters that do not have copious amounts of chlorine in there. Four swimmers were found dead. Dead. Bodies of four people were found dead and mauled. The remains of the latest two swimmers were recovered from the River Paraguay. The River Paraguay. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, wait a second. What's in the River Paraguay? Well, the first death happened on Sunday when a 22-year-old man was bathing in the Paraguay River. The alarm was raised when he suddenly vanished, and when his body was eventually found 45 minutes later, several parts had been torn off and eaten by piranhas. <laughs> Let me just say, all oh, them people say fucking piranhas won't fuck with you unless you fuck with them. This guy's just trying to take a bath. And the piranhas said, <laughs> The Paraguay River is the biggest in the country. Two other people were found dead with piranha bites on their bodies in the Tobacco River on Sunday. The attacks follow on from other incidents reported in, oh shit, they, they were reported in Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you. All through my wild days, my mad existence, I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. Yeah, including a teenage girl who had her toe bit off. How do you, you, you bite a toe off? After the latest attacks, it left 20 people injured and two people dead. Biologist Julio Capley revealed that although there are eight species of piranhas in the country, the attacks are usually made only by two. Sarismolus maginus and Sarismolus macaulis. Yeah, okay. You swim in a river in fucking Argentina, and guess what? You're going to get eaten by fucking piranha. The end.
You, you, you don't have a little fucking, you know, National Geographic card going, oh, what species is this? Oh, is this? What, what, what are the species? What this fuck? Uh, is this the Sasmoralis margalis? Oh, well, let's get in the water. Fuck you. Get in the water in Paraguay. How about you eat my asshole here in, in America? Fucking A. People getting eaten by piranhas. God damn. All right. Time to get to round two, people. We have to do this. We got to get this all said and done of the Mount Rushmore. Let's do it, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for round two of Celebrity. Celebrity. We saw Simone Biles and Barry Sanders make it to the Mount Rushmore of quitters. Who will join them? We will find out right here and right now. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup. Brett, good morning. First matchup, we have a United States president who just quit. And he quit to avoid getting impeached and going to jail. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the one and only Tricky Dick Nixon. Richard Nixon. Taking on the guy who quit the Beatles. Ending the run of the greatest rock and roll band in history, according to some. John Lennon. Richard Nixon versus John Lennon. Ass family. Who ya got? And Richard Nixon moves on. Where he will be battling the winner of this matchup. The man who made this Mount Rushmore possible. The man who is the muse for this. Former Pittsburgh Steeler. Former Oakland Raider. Former New England Patriot. And now former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. The one and only Antonio Brown. Who just quit on his team last week out of nowhere, even though it seems like he staged it. Taking on a woman who left the number one show on TV to become a big star, and that did not happen. 
ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about Shelly Long, who left Cheers and then made Camp Beverly Hills. Dear Lord. Antonio Brown versus Shelly Long. Who is the bigger quitter-ass family? Who ya got? greatest boxers ever from Panama. He actually beat Sugar Ray Leonard, and in the return match the day before, the day of the fight, he decided to eat like four T-bone steak dinners, and he got bloated and terrible, and he said no moss and quit in the middle of the fight. The one and only Hands of Stone, Roberto Duran, taking on another guy who left a hit TV show to go out and conquer Hollywood and the movies, only to come back to television and work a CSI Miami show. I'm talking about that ginger fuck David Caruso. Roberto Duran versus David Caruso. Ask family who ya got. David uh, uh, Russo, David Caruso. I, I can't move on. I mean, we still have one more to get to. I got a great impersonation to get to next. Duran, Roberto Duran, Roberto Duran, Roberto Duran, the hands of stone. No moss moves on. Duran. All right. Final matchup. A man who decided to spend millions upon millions of dollars to run for president and then quit. Okay, see, uh, my name is H. Ross Perot, see, and I'm going to use these boards up here, and I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to fuck up the election. You see, you see, that's what I'm going to do. I'm from Texas. I invented Texas Instruments. Ross Perot versus female golfer Michelle Wee, who quit an event because she was two shots away from shooting an 88. And if you shoot 88, you can no longer compete on the LPGA Tour. And she was the next, she was the female Tiger Woods. She still had three holes to go. So Ross Perot versus Michelle Wee. Ask family, 
Who you got? We had a little better battle this time, ladies and gentlemen. In the battle between Michelle Wee and Ross Pirot, Ross Pirot is your winner. And now we will figure out who will make it to the mountain. Our first matchup is former President Tricky Richard Nixon taking on a wide receiver that was bound for the Hall of Fame and now is in the Hall of Shame. Antonio Brown. Richard Dixon versus Antonio Brown. Ask family, who you got? join him we find out right here right now the hands of stone former panamanian middleweight champion of the world roberto duran taking on former texas instrument ceo and runner for president uh see my name is uh, uh h ross perot the h stands for howdy duran versus perot ass family who you got <laughs> It is the one and only. Uh, yeah, see, my name is uh, H. Uh, H. Ross Perot. The H stands for hung like a donkey. So there you go. The Mount Rushmore is set. We will find out after the next segment 
who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. Will it be Simone Biles? Will it be Barry Sanders? Will it be Antonio Brown? Or will it be H. Ross Perot? We find out next. Dazed and confused.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Uh, Alicia says this is going to be played tonight during the old hoop-de-doop-de. Uh, that was during Foghat's uh, slow ride. Uh, hey, Alicia, play the long version. That was the single version. Play the eight-and-a-half-minute long version. You'll enjoy it more, I promise. And then Triple T got ahead of me because I played I'm All Right from Caddyshack, and I had it all lined up to play. Oh, somebody step on a duck. And he put somebody step on a duck, so I had to play it right after it. Worked out perfectly, so there you go. I actually thought Ross Perot had a shot at the presidency back then. Eh, maybe, but not really. Uh, all right, last segment of the show here today and this week. First week of January out of the way. Only 51 more to go. Yesterday, the Pope, actually, this is a couple days ago he said this. Oh, that's okay, Triple T. You didn't know I had it all lined up to go. You were calling it out right, too. Um, During a session with an audience at the Vatican, Pope came out and talked about how much he hates animals. Not really, but listen to what he said. He says, quote, today... Today, 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 we see a form of selfishness. We see that some people do not want to have a child. Sometimes they have one, and that's it. But they have dogs and cats that take the place of children. This may make people laugh, but it's a reality. Pet keeping was a denial of fatherhood and motherhood and diminishes us, takes away our humanity. Consequence was that civilizations grow old without humanity because we lose the richness of fatherhood and motherhood, and it's the country that suffers. It was also a pope that once said, the way you can tell of, about a civilization is the way they treat their pets. So I guess that first pope liked pets. This guy probably didn't have a dog growing up. Because what he's saying is, if you don't have kids and you got dogs and cats, you're selfish. Hey, what about you there, Popey? Aren't you a tad bit selfish? Because you ain't allowed to shit out no kids. I mean, you might have shit on some kids in some sexual situations. I don't know. And to really think, let, let me just say this right now. And I'm not anti-Catholic. And I, I, I honestly think, I, and I have made some, some priest jokes. That's low-hanging fruit, though. But I will sometimes take my shot at low-hanging fruit. Um, do you realize that we're never, ever going to run out of children in this country, in this world? I shouldn't say – I'm used to saying in this country, in this world. And, and this is going to sound harsh, but you know I'm right. You know why? You want to know why we're never, ever going to run out of kids? Because that's what poor people do. I'm sorry to sound like an elitist, but it's true. As long as there are poor people in the world, there will be enough kids to father other kids and father generations and generations to come. Why? I'll say it. Because poor people fuck. That's why. Poor people don't use protection. Poor people fuck. Sometimes they fuck for warmth. Sometimes they fuck because they don't have a TV and there's nothing else to do. Poor people will keep the world spinning and full of people. It, it, it's the truth. You can hate me for saying that, 
and you can think I'm an uppity fucking person. I'm not. I'm telling you the truth. As long as we have poor people and Mormons, people will be fucking all over this earth. Because that's all Mormons do is fuck. Jeez. Uh, Rise says, this story pisses me off. F me for not having kids and instead adopting my dog and cat. It it, it is amazing to me. Uh, Wow, so a pet isn't as much responsibility as a kid and they don't live as long. Young girls just graduating high school that don't want to work will always have kids. Bingo. Idiocracy. Poor people and Mormons keep the world populated. No wonder why I hate poor people and Mormons. It's true. I mean, I mean, honestly, like, oh, come on, come on. When, when, when you hear like, you know, a city goes through a fucking terrible like cold spell and it knocks out the electricity, you look at the births nine months later and you see that's what people do. The Pope just hates animals. Did he have a dog bite him as a kid or something? I've never said I heard a Pope say this about pets. Hey, hey, Pope, why don't you come say that to my dog Bubba's face? I mean, he won't do anything to you, but you can say it to his face. Why are people surprised that religious leaders have these extreme beliefs and say it? I'm surprised he said it about pets because a, a former uh, one stood up for pets. A former Pope. It's very, very strange. Usually they, they, they kind of ally their, their ideals. That's why. That's the only reason why I'm making a big deal out of this. I think it was Pope John Paul II said, you can judge a society by the way they treat their pets. Wow. It, oh, wow. Now, this is interesting. It's ironic that his name is Francis. <laughs> yeah, I'll kill you. Uh, named after St. Francis, who was the patron saint of, that's right, you guessed it, pets. Oh, pets aren't uh, as much as a responsibility as a child? No. Save the children. Put the Pope on a rope. I have two kids and two dogs. I'll give you two guesses to the ones that are harder to care for. Hint, it ain't the dog. No, I agree. Oh, I totally, look, look. Totally agree. I'm not saying the pet. I'm I'm just shocked that he's shitting all over pets. I would much rather have a pet than a child. (laughs) <laughs> Stephanie says, because they usually hate the gays, not dogs. Oh, all right. So the Pope didn't make any friends at PetSmart over the week. Uh, they aren't going to give him a discount on anything. Steph, that's just funny. Um, all right, uh, let's see. Uh, speaking of the Pope, uh, a sex offender. <laughs> that was too easy. See, that's low-hanging fruit I'm talking about right there. That's that low-hanging fruit that I got to fucking snatch up. An Idaho judge sentenced sex offender known as Pirate. Motherfucker's whole face is goddamn tattooed. Yeah, you bring this home to me. Uh, little Arnett brings this home to me, and guess what? Daddy's going to go ahead and just shoot this bitch. He's 43 years old. His whole goddamn face is covered in tattoos. The victim said that Pirate was given permission to stay in her home in November after the two met on a dating app. 
Now, now, now hold on. Hold, hold, hold on. I, I just need to know something here. Yeah, I, I just posted. The, the, click on the, the, the Mixler chat. Click on the story and look down at this guy. Somebody swiped right on this fucking guy. Are you kidding me? She said that he ashed a lit cigarette in her mouth, burned her multiple times, and gagged her with his own foot. Oh, by the way, she's a disabled woman. So, so first of all, you're looking at a dating profile, and this motherfucker got his whole goddamn face tattooed, and then you look at his name, and it says pirate. And that's going to get you all dewy on the inside? I mean... No, he's not retarded. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, is that what it is? Holy fuckballs, that's Jared Leto prepping for his newest role, right? I mean, seriously. Boy, you might be legally retarded. I think the person that did swipe right on that could be. I mean, I feel bad for him. Previously known as Daniel Silvalkic, Pirate was given credit for time served. He will not now have to serve any more jail time after spending a year in Bannock County Jail. Prior to his release in December, Pirate legally changed his name in 2013. He is listed on the U.S. Department of Justice National Sex Offender Public Website as a sex offender in California and Utah. Wow. Boy, that's a keeper right there. That's the one you want to bring home to mom and dad. So, uh, Pirate, what do you like doing? I like putting out lit cigarettes on your daughter's tongue. And then I'd try to gag her with my foot. Oh, in, in, in calligraphy. Those are my interests. Yes. Come on. I, I, I'm glad they don't show pain. This girl's got to be fucking ugly as shit. That, that's all there is to it. I mean, I mean, this guy and Pete Davidson go out on the town, and they're just fucking bringing that paw left and right. So they're both disabled pretty much. Now, I, I, you know what? Ask family, you got you got to participate in this one here. I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You make the call. All right. A bride is being ripped apart because she un- uninvited her flower girl niece to her wedding. Oh, man. Oh, this is bad. Oh, this is fucking awful. The reason she disinvited her niece to the wedding, she didn't like the six-year-old's chicken pox scars and associated weight loss. The bride has been slammed as cruel and narcissistic by her own sister after trying to ban her six-year-old from being a flower girl because she had the chicken pox. The little, the little girl lost six pounds while sick with, the, with chicken pox 
and ended up with scars all over her body. The change in appearance made the bride want to drop her as a flower girl, even ban her from the wedding. I told her if my daughter couldn't be a flower girl, I wouldn't be attending either, and she would have to refund us the money we paid for our dresses. So, ask family, you make the call. It's your wedding. And you look down, and you see a flower girl, and she got chicken pot scars, and she lost weight. Would you allow her to still be in your wedding? I thought you were going to say it was because the flower girl was banging the groom. Uh, Alicia says, oh, she's a fucking cunt. Triple T says, fuck that bitch. Brett's going to allow the kid to be there. Uh, the bride's name is Karen. I guarantee. <laughs> uh, Fred says she's allowed. Ratty Kid says, I mean, I married you, so yeah, that means nothing. Uh, Elise says, I'd ask my sister if she's jealous that my kid can lose weight because she can't. She absolutely stays in my wedding. Such a biatch. If I was a guest, I wouldn't attend either. Oh, no, no, no. See, people, this is why you have me. If you are to ever hear of a story like this and you are going to attend a wedding like that, this is what you have to do. And I I will say this right now. If this happened and I was invited, I'd do what I'm about to tell you to do. What I do is this. Get me one of them boxes, and I'd wrap the inside in, like, you know, like thick plastic to where it can't leak or anything, and I would take a crap in there, okay? I'd put it right underneath my butt, and I'd poop in there. Then cover it up real quick, cover it with a plastic, tie it, close the box, seal the box, then wrap the box, put a bow around the box, and put that on the gift table. I would poop in a box and give that to these fuck. What a fucking bitch. Little six-year-old. I, I have a big old chicken pox scar right on my top of my forehead. This girl's got them all over her body, and she lost weight. Well, good for her for losing weight. Because, you know, like I have always said, every woman can stand to lose 10 pounds. Oh, that takes me back. (laughs) My gift card would be a gift card for a divorce attorney for the groom. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, my goal someday is to shit in a box and give it to somebody for their wedding. That's the one thing I strive for. And I probably won't get to see him open it, but oh, man. And I wouldn't put a name. I would not put my name on it. Alicia said, Arnie. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just telling you, don't put your name on it. And then, like, late, like a week or two later, you know, you're hanging out with somebody that went away. Hey, did you hear? 
Did you hear so-and-so? Somebody shit in a box? I mean, that right there, that lasts forever. And you can choose to either tell people or not tell people because that is a story that will last forever. Poop in a box, I promise you. I have just made your life so much better. Uh, I'm telling you, you're going to think about it someday. Final story, and uh, then we got to get the face of the Mount Rushmore. Final story. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Damn right we do. 74-year-old Daniel Zarelli is our fucking problem. He faces multiple charges. He's a 74-year-old accused of chasing two people with a knife while riding an electric scooter. Runs from somebody in an electric scooter. Just tip it over. During a verbal disagreement, Daniel retrieved an 8-inch blade from a drawer in his home and actively followed a woman throughout the residence in his scooter. Oh, Hey, honey, walk up a couple steps. Israeli alleged statements of wanting to kill the woman prompted her to run from the residence. You just have to walk briskly. Those things aren't that fast. Uh, This has built up to be quite the visual. Uh, Police said Israeli then targeted a man outside of his home, chasing him around a car, which was a rental. He slashed the man's left car tire with willful willful and malicious intent, causing $500 in damages. What kind of pussy runs from somebody in 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 a lark? Those things are slow. Oh, man. When officers arrived, they said he was still holding the knife and actively following the woman up the driveway. Upon speaking with him, officers reported smelling alcohol. What? Alcohol was on a guy's breath who lives in Florida and is riding around in a scooter trying to stab people? Oh, man. That right there, I'm just telling you. If I'm the cops and I roll up on that, <laughs> see, that's a pun right there. I roll up on that. I'm fucking tasering the shit out of that son of a bitch. Literally tasering the poop out of him. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's get to it, shall we? Last fucking round here of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the final of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Winner! We have seen the likes of Simone Biles, Barry Sanders, Antonio Brown, and H. Ross Perot. Who will be the face? We find out now. 
All right. I was going to comment that I'd never been that shallow to my niece having chicken pox scars. My sister's five kids, three boys, two girls, just all had them. A lot of people have chicken. I got them. I got one right in the middle of my forehead. You can't disinvite that kid to the wedding, but what you can do is shit in a box and give that to him. All right, first matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is Simone Biles, America's sweetheart, who just quit the Olympics this year, taking on Barry Sanders, a great running back who probably would have broken all the records that Emmett Smith has, but he didn't. Who is the bigger quitter ass family? I ask you the question. Who ya got? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have ourselves a winner, and that winner is Simone Biles, who moves on to the finals, where she will face off against the winner of this matchup, wide receiver Antonio Brown, taking on, uh, you see, it, 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 it's me, it, it, it's a, a, H. Ross Bro, H stands for Hungry for Pussy. H. Ross Perot, who dropped out of the presidential election. H. Ross Perot, Antonio Brown, ass family, who you got? Matchup is now set. The face of the Mount Rushmore of quitters. Will it be Simone Biles and Team USA, or will it be Antonio Brown walking away from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Ask family. Who you got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so wow. appealing for us to get.
get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. I'm a cellular, but angular phone. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen, and it is Simone Biles. Simone Biles. Oh my God. Simone Biles is the face of the Mount Rushmore of quitters on this Friday. Ken Dog, thank you for saying it was a great show. Love you too, buddy. That is going to do it for today and the first week of January's broadcasts. Thank you so much for being here. Tell all your damn friends about the damn show. Um, but, uh, yes, uh, thanks for being here. We will be back on Monday. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. It's the weekend time. Maybe you're going to get your party on. Don't be an Oakland Raider, or I'm sorry, a Las Vegas Raider, and get a DUI over the weekend. Get yourself a Lyft, an Uber, a cab. Get something. Get home safe to where I can hear you and you can hear me on Monday. So until then, adios, everybody.
A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.